This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, and I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me this morning. How you doing this morning, Shay? Doing great. Happy to be here. Happy to be here and happy to serve up another Sunday sermons from Pastor Darius of the Change Church, and we are excited and delighted to be here for another podcast with him and to unpack another one of his messages, and without further ado, we're going to just get started and dive right in. And the titling of this sermon was, I can't believe they are getting away with this. Can't believe. And with this unpacking, y'all, it kind of, from my perspective, has a accountability ring to it in the way the sermon was unpacked this morning. And I want to start off by talking about these first two statements in which I wrote down, where pastor said, being connected to the wrong people can cost you more than you were ever going to be able to gain from being connected to them. Mm. And I want to tie unaddressed offense begins to affect and contort character and personality traits in which changes a persona of a person. Mm-hmm. And me and uh, Shane are always talking about our friend groups, family groups, and relationships and the uh, dynamic of those relationships. For sure. And when Pastor said being connected to the wrong people can cost you more than you were ever going to be able to gain from being connected to them, I understand. And I understand from a friend perspective because there's a lot of friends that I held on to that never really panned out to be what I optically thought I understood they were going to be at some point in time. Mm -hmm. So if I thought they were going to be a... XYZ type of person eventually mature up to a certain status to where we can become common again and um, similar and have a better understanding and better our relationships. Some never did. Mm -hmm. Some never made it to that point. And I'm so glad that it might have took me a long time, but I was able to disconnect from them. And to uh, add an extension to that um, passage, I will add this. You would have gained more from disconnecting instead of committing to reconnection. Mm-hmm. And the reason I wrote it like that, because most of these people I had an opportunity to get rid of a long, long time ago, <laughs> way before it really got deep, baby. And I know, I told myself this, they going to do better. I believe of in them. They, they working. I, I see it. They mm-hmm. just going through a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, y'all, no knock on that. But after you gave them that grace period, they next mess up, please, y'all. Walk away. Beyond that, look at people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Stop making excuses for people because we have a understanding and we have a idea of what we want them to be. And we want it to come into fruition so bad that we'll try to beat it into them. Because mm-hmm. one thing I've learned in the God that I serve, he's a God of choice, mm-hmm. which we're subject to being humans of choice, right? So if somebody is choosing to do the opposite of what you're trying to help and assist them to, what are you doing? <laughs> you're not God. 
I talked about it in the last podcast. We try to do God's work by influencing people, not understanding. It's meant for us to lead them, let them choose it, and then we can go on from there. If they choose to do the opposite, you have to allow and be okay with allowing them to go down the path they have chose to go down self selfishly mm -hmm. or to self. They, they've made the understanding to themselves that this is right. Mm -hmm. No matter how wrong we see it, it's not our part to call right or wrong. It's us to allow people to work themselves out of their own situation. So now, as um, I'm going to let Shana go into her unpacking, I want to lead you, Shana, because I just want to see how you feel about this right here. When Pastor said, how people treat you is how they will receive their harvest. How you respond is how you will receive your own. I felt when Pastor said that, I really it really hit hard for me because I think that I've tried for a really long time to articulate that to the people that are close to me, even with you. Yeah. And I'm always very, I, I do my best to encourage that we, we should always act out of grace mm -hmm. to other people all the time. And I always, I'm, I'm a big advocate for, you know, if you remain gracious, God will do the rest. It'll always be fine. And if nothing else, if someone did something to you that was wrong and you remain gracious, if nothing else, the last memory of that incident for them will be how they acted. Man, I wish I would have listened to you a couple of times because in our relationship, <laughs> I remember one time you told me, um, just don't respond to it. And I snuck and responded. And it, I got the, I got what I wanted out of that situation, but somebody else saw it that I didn't want to see it or that mm -hmm. I didn't know was going to see it and probably was going to have an impact on me. And we ended up having to do something together and they brought it up. They was like, hey, you remember you said that to such and such? Man, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't think that was in you. I was like, oh man, I showed up a bad side of my character in a moment where I didn't understand I was being judged on that per uh, on that certain instance. For sure. And I think that's the thing, right? Like we should never underestimate, especially when we're acting out of an, our emotions, mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. should never underestimate the impact it'll have on the direct people involved and the people watching. Right. And so I know we talk about it quite a bit and I really do my best to avoid things that trigger me. Or if I feel triggered, I really try to, take a step back because I don't want to act out of character. Yeah. Set aside from what other people think, I don't like how I feel when I act out of character and I am I know for sure God doesn't either. Right. You know, so it's I think when Pastor says that, it was an indication of we have to be so aware of what our standard is mm -hmm. and so aware of instances where we are trying to be pulled out of our standard and that'll leave a lasting impact. Mm. And you just have to do your best in those moments, you know, to be critical of yourself and to not allow the enemy to think he's got one up and for him to laugh. Right. But for you to have the laugh because the enemy is trying to push you and press you and add pressure for you to act out of character. And I like what you're saying because what you're saying, Pastor said this today, sometimes victory comes through the endurance of adversity. Come on. And to tie into how people treat you is how they receive their harvest and how you respond is how you'll receive your own. And mm -hmm. the unpacking me you just did, I want to add to that because sometimes I endure the adversity, but the victory part don't resonate how I see it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And to tie to, like I said, how people treat, how I respond to how people treat me is how I will gross what I gross, right? But sometimes I attract, I attack their negativity with positivity and the situation don't fulfill me. I still feel mm. like I took the shorter end of the stick. I was like, where, where is my victory in all this adversity in which Pastor was talking about? And you know, it's so, 
honest for you to say that, so I'm happy you mentioned that. And I think it goes to what Pastor says about releasing the expectation for answers. Mm. If you react positively and that's true to you, the rest is up to God. And we got to act like we really believe that every single day. Mm. We're not going to see what we think is a victory right away. We're not going to see what we think is a victory in, in, the, in our timing. Yeah. But the victory is going to come. You know, and for instance, I think about the relationships I've had before you, mm -hmm. the heartbreak, the betrayal, the cheating, the lying, everything that I went through. And when I went to a new relationship, I was remaining optimistic. Mm -hmm. A lot, I didn't handle the greatest, but in a lot of cases, the lasting moments that the other person would have in those relationships, I didn't act wildly out of character, right. you know? And when I think about where I am today and meeting you and you being the man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with and my person... I wouldn't change any of those bad relationships mm -hmm. if it meant that I was going to meet you at the and I was going to be exactly where I am today. Mm -hmm. If I had to go through all those to meet you, to be able to see how different you are, to really see your heart, then all of that adversity that I went through was worth this victory. And that's so beautiful to hear you say because you basically saying you were just obedient to what you were praying yourself through. That's it. And instead of acting out, lashing out, mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. He was like, man, that hadn't got me nowhere. Listen, Lord, just take the wheel. Come on. Lord, take the wheel and wherever you got me, I will have. I will go into that space, find understanding and continue to elevate from there. Mm -hmm. Because Pastor said this today, disobedience, this rupture discernment. <sighs> and everything I told you of how I reacted was that. Mm -hmm. My discernment was confused because I was being disobedient because I was I was doing the eye for eye and God said, that is not the way. Show a little grace mm -hmm. and you'll get more abundance from this situation. Do an eye for eye, you become exactly what you were fighting against. Come on. And I, I did that my whole life, man. I was so mad at people because of this passage right here of what I wrote down today. Unaddressed offenses being beginning to affect and contour character and personality traits in which changes the persona of a person. I was changing as a person. Because of what was happening to me and how I saw it happening to me and how I felt when I intervened and did something, how that was being seen. I was like, oh, so it ain't. So me acting aggressively ain't getting the impact I want. I'm going to act even more aggressively. I was yeah. like, so y'all want to disrespect me by blatantly disrespecting me. Mm -hmm. And then when I counter it, y'all come back with more disrespect. Okay, now mm -hmm. you get to the point where pastor is talking about and taking this sermon to the meltdowns. Yeah. Now it's going to start to affect my at-home life relationships mm -hmm. and other other relationships that's not uh, quote unquote tied to the the main situation. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, I'm gonna lash out on my mama because I had a, a rough day, and all she want to do is check up on me, make sure I was okay. No, I ain't okay. You know why? Because everybody playing. Yeah. And now we we go around here doing things and messing up relationships that we really can't mean. Mm -hmm. But I also want to lead into this. The reason I was doing that because I wasn't getting the justice I wanted. Yeah. And what Pastor said about that today, when offended. We often seek justice for said offense mm -hmm. until justice doesn't look like or exude the energy wanted or as we felt it should be. That's hitting the nail on the head. On. Lord, these people played with my, my moniker. <laughs> they played with it. Strike them down, Lord. Whole house. Burn it down. Yeah. When it don't come off like that, Lord, you don't handle that. <laughs> Suffering. Pain. Mm -hmm. The rapture. Take everybody. Mm -hmm. We want that. But God's looking like, it don't work like that, my man. 
And level three, it's not just Lord do it. All right, if you won't, I will. <laughs> now you don't want to burn somebody house down. You going to jail now? That's what <laughs> God I know is what you want me to do. God ain't never told you nothing. Not that. at all. But boy, being disobedient disrupts your discernment. You can't think clearly when you when you over here doing things that you know are wrong. But you, like, I want to feel something. I'm gonna get something out of this. No, no, no. Get what God wants you to get out of this. Understanding. Elevate past the situation. And we we are often confused that thinking elevating past the situation, taking the the um higher road. the higher road mm -hmm. isn't doing something. Oh yes. We look at that as no, that's simping out. No, somebody gotta somebody gotta get hit. So it gotta be a direct verb type action for it to be distinct. It can't be mm -hmm. uh turning the other cheek. Okay, you gonna get what's coming to you. Nah. I ain't got time to wait for whoever going to get into what's coming to you. I'm going to get it to you right now. Nah, it wasn't meant for you to do. But if you want to, though, what Pastor said, you'll get, you're going to get what you're supposed to get. They're going to get what they're supposed to get because how people treat you, they'll receive their harvest. But your response is going to get you everything you want. And it might be a whole lot of what you don't need. A thousand percent. I think you hit so much right on the head. I think it's us thinking that the justice should look like one thing. When if you read the word and have a relationship with God, an individual relationship with God, mm -hmm. you got to trust what Pastor said. I'm not going to stop. God is the only thing that will stop me. If you really go into your day to day and your life believing that, I think we'd all handle adversity very differently. 100%, 100%. And even that's a great pivotal point to make again, what you're talking about adversity. And what Pastor told us these three things at the end, I want to talk about one right now. He said, re-examining your assumptions about impact. Mm -hmm. If I really look at some of those situations, my feelings was just hurt. If I if I gave it a day, I didn't even feel it again. But if I acted right when it happened to me, oh boy, that's the 100,000% of raw emotion. Come on. Raw emotional response. If I gave it 24 hours before responding, I don't even feel the same because it happened yesterday. I'm cool. <laughs> but right in the moment, that's why they always say, think before you speak in times of controversy. Mm -hmm. because you don't always mean what you're saying, but you're emotional right now, so sometimes your emotions take over. But once you say that, you can't go back and oh, delete all. No, it's on it's on record. You you got a receipt for that one, my boy. Mm -hmm. And you have and um the way Pastor articulates it, you're gonna reap what you sow. So you don't lay that seed, you can make up for it, but you're gonna have to do the processing of whatever the making up process is, the redemption process is, you gotta go through it. It ain't it ain't a sim, you don't get to simulate yourself through it, you're gonna endure, understand. Re recommit to whatever person or thing you did and then you will go on and flourish and, and, and move past but otherwise you're just in a detriment you're in a cycle you're in a controversy you're in chaos because you can't redeem something that you haven't took accountability for a thousand percent and I think that's the difference right like our ability to re-examine what we think is going to destroy us when you take a second to step back and unpack like Pastor said you gotta address all your offenses and figure out what about this in this moment is hurting me. What happened before that's making me feel triggered? Like what is in the root of all this? You know, mm -hmm. and I think that's the most important thing. And for me, when I have a moment where something really bothers me, I have to take it to God. Like I am talking to him, like he is right beside me. And I'm like, but this is what I want to do. And I tell God what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I wait for something like, I wait for his peace to feel like, all right, I'm good. 100%. I don't carry that same energy after that. You know what I mean? And so when I know friends would say, why don't you call me in the heat of things? And there have been moments where I did have to call or I did want to call and talk about it. Mm -hmm. But what I want to get better at and what I'm trying to do 
more and I already do it right now is once I've taken it to God, leaving it with him. Yeah, beyond that, I, I like that too because I'm working on that as well. Once I leave it with God, I got to stop overemphasizing it in other places and spaces sure. because I think that's uh, like like we articulate a slap in the face of God. Why did you come and talk to it with me if you was going to take it to your friend and then weigh both of our opinions? <laughs> so God was like, so you're not listening to me. You listen to me and somebody else. And what I spoke of on our last Sunday sermon, uh, you got to, God isn't a half and half God. You got to go all the way in. All God, in. God wants 100% of your attention. He wants you to do 100% of the work he asked you because mm -hmm. that's divine, what the, the pastor called it, divine instruction. Mm -hmm. Because what pastor unpacked today, whenever you avoid divine assignments, you're going down. Going in the wrong direction always costs you something. Oh, so basically man. what I'm trying to say is those people that be like, oh, I only did a little bit of the wrong. Well, that cancels all the right out. Yeah. <laughs> that little bit of wrong cancels all the right out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't cheating. I was just texting somebody else. Wrong, because it's still betrayal of your relationship. Come on. It's still you're doing something X, Y, Z that you can't tell the other person because you know it's wrong. Exactly. And that can go into a job for you. Uh, I can get away with uh coming to work for this amount of hours, but saying I was at work for X amount of hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's, it works in that place and space up until you get caught. You can't justify it because the person that you did it to are, are is going to look at that situation as you played me. 100%. And regardless of how you played it out, at the end of the day, you were only good by getting over on me. Mm -hmm. Because you couldn't tell me that you was getting over on me because you knew it wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. So what did you do? You hit it up until caught. And then what we say when we caught? Sorry. You weren't sorry. You sorry you got caught. Come on. And we emotional and reactive because we got caught. Oh. You know, and sometimes we got to be honest with ourselves. And some, if we do more of that and take it to God and leave it with him, I think then we really get to see the victory in the long run right. during and at his time. Do you know what I mean? But it's doing that. And I find myself, I'll say that I leave it with him and I'll catch myself talking about it again and talking about it real upset. Yeah. Like the anger just creeps up. Like I didn't just say I was going to get like God, let it be his will, let his will be done in, in all of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the moment for myself instead of playing victim being like you say, accountable yeah. and recognizing that this is an area where I need more maturity. And appreciate you saying that, babe. And just also when we were speaking on earlier, when I said sometimes victory comes through the endurance of adversity, it really does. Because I told you, I asked you the question, I'm like, what does the pastor mean by that? Now I get it. It does when you do one of the other things that pastor spoke of on his last three things in the sermon. This other one is release the expectation of answers. You can get victory through the endurance of adversity without trying to reconcile an answer, a reasoning, the impact, understanding and reexamining the impact of the assumptions you were looking at. Because once you do all of that, the situation loses its steam mm -hmm. in a sense, if you get what I'm saying. I totally, yeah. Y'all keeping up with me. Once a situation loses its steam, the adversity doesn't seem so personal and pressurous. Now it seems like a storm that can be weathered. Next time you know you start to see the storm from the surpass, you keep on going now that the storm's past you. Now the victory comes through the endurance of adversity. But do y'all just did y'all just hear my unpacking of that though? Mm -hmm. That was a whole process. It wasn't a single orientation that got me XYZ. Mm -hmm. It was a process oriented based on okay, how I handle this gets me this. And mm -hmm. how I progress is uh determined how I handle this situation to my progression. And I didn't understand that and I wasn't like I said, I was disobedient, so I was probably disrupted in my discernment, so that's why I couldn't. Yeah. And the whole unpacking of why I couldn't is because looking for looking for things that 
don't apply to enduring adversity. Yeah. Looking for a, looking for an excuse isn't enduring the adversity. It says, okay, this is what it is. Let me handle that and let me get it out my way. Mm-hmm. Instead of, no, hold on. This is what it is. Let me go find my home because I know he been through something like this. Oh, he don't know. Let me go. No, nah, just handle that. that yeah. <laughs> you just you just take it upon yourself, young man, young woman, to handle that. Yeah. Stop looking for an X, Y, Z. Somebody, somebody got the recipe. You do. But you don't believe it because you're so scared to go into it and it's gonna it's gonna be dangerous, it's gonna be bumpy, it's gonna be bruised, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna show you a side of you that you be like, man, I was trying to keep that hidden. That's why you're in that cycle you in because that that you keep hid is the thing that's hindering you. And once it becomes uh once it comes to light, it no longer is a skeleton in your closet. That's thousands. That boogeyman don't exist when you cut the light on. Why? Because you can see up under that bed. You cut that light off, it's the same under the bed. Now, if you reframe that something just went under there, that's all you. We can't help you with that. Yeah. But I can promise you, the same under the bed it is with the lights on is the same under the bed with the lights off, if you believe so, and if you intentionally understand that it is. A thousand percent. And you just, honestly, I love everything you said. I think really recognizing that you know, if you let the time go, that situation doesn't have the same steam as mm, what I'm mm, going to mm. hold on to so much of. You know, there were scenarios that happened over the holidays that felt like such a big deal with friendships and friendship dynamics. And now, being halfway through the new year, I'm just thankful I didn't do any more than what I already did. Right. And to throttle down on our finishing points, and this one, you finna be able to close this one out perfectly, babe, because Pastor said this. And kind of goes into what you were elaborating on a second ago. Rejoice in God's willingness to redeem. Mm -hmm. All this I've done and explained to y'all self-inflicted setbacks, um, mistakes and all that. I can rejoice in God's willingness to redeem in my now. Because back then when I was going through it, I did not see today being today. Mm -hmm. As it's put together and everything I have and everything I've wanted and everything I've made it through that I didn't think I was going to make through to gain back the abundance that I thought I had lost. Oh, boy, I could, I could write a book. Because if you take me back to those exact places and spaces and tell me today is going to be today, I'll call you a bold-faced liar. Yeah. G stuff. <laughs> I did not believe there is no way you could turn this storm that I'm in. Six years worth? All right. I'll cash that in for one good day. Yeah. I'll cash all that in for one good day. And God was like, dang, all you want is one good day or you want a multitude of good days? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll take a multitude. Tell me. Like, that, that's where some of us are, are stuck at. God give us that one day we want it. We wondering like, is it more? You didn't ask for more. You told me you only had one good day in you. Yeah. So I gave it to you to show you. That's what, If that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But also, you put that work in, you can go ahead and engross that abundance. Now, is it going to come how you want it to come? Of course not. But it's still abundance. But if you don't pick it up, it's abundantly it's abundantly unsuccessful. It's abundantly uninhabited. Nobody nobody gets to enter that realm because nobody believed it exists. Yeah. It's just like heaven. I don't know where y'all think y'all finna go. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> How do you know that exists? Because I've created it in my mind and I believe it. <laughs> no, a thousand percent. I think you hit it on the head, right? Like you have to rejoice in knowing that God will redeem. And so the things that you think are a loss when you remember God's word and what he says and the promises he has for you, what feels like a loss in one season, the next season is going to feel like the best thing that could have happened to allow the abundance that God's going to deliver into your life. 
And so it's knowing and believing that, which is the hardest thing to do when you feel like your back is up against that wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We appreciate y'all listening this morning. Uh, we hope that y'all will go and listen to Pastor Darius's sermon. Uh, it airs at 3 o'clock today and 5 o'clock again, and then it'll be um, released to the public on Tuesday for all of our viewing pleasures. But I thank you, Pastor Darius, for this message. Thank you for giving us something to talk about on this platform of mm -hmm. fulfillment and also giving us fulfillment in our messages and in your messages each and every day in which we can come here and unpack and it makes our relationships better and it makes us better individuals also sure. and to wrap this podcast so I just want y'all to understand accountability is big because it makes you have to mature because it makes you look at your side of all situations that you endure and go through in life and also reframing and understanding the other person's side to what you did to them will also give you some clarity as well. When we get clarity, it'll keep us from being so bitter. The reason uh, I feel like meltdowns and stuff happen is because Pastor said it's an accumulation of unaddressed offenses. Why are they accumulating? Because we won't ever knock them down one by one. And what what is that? That's a process. And we talk about that every day. And, and one thing I picked up from Pastor Darius, when you do things in a process-oriented fashion, understanding and clarity is inevitable. You're going to get understanding and clarity from that because when you do the detailed steps, it's hard to miss and overlook stuff that you, whether you want to or not, you can't turn a blind eye when it's right in your face. Yeah. You can close your eyes, you can still hear. You can close your ears. And let your eye, if your eyes open, you can still see. You can feel, you can smell, you can exude. It's, it's hard to fight energies. And one thing about doing wrong, because I can attest to this, it feels wrong. You can lie to yourself all you want. When I was doing wrong, it felt horrible. Yes. But I, I needed to put a little spice on it because I needed it for my for my fulfillment. Stop spicing up something that ain't good. <laughs> y'all been there. Y'all been to a restaurant and put a little salt. Pepper is still nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Just ain't a good meal. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm glad y'all came and enjoyed this podcast. Y'all go and have a, a blessed day. And always remember, you don't have to prove anything to anyone. But you will always have to prove everything to yourself. Y'all have a blessed day. God bless. God bless.